0: You thought we'd gone quiet. Welcome to the Selling on eBay radio show. We're here to save you money, to increase your sales, and to have fun. The lines are open for your calls and texts. 1 833 eBay 723. That's 1 833 322 9723. This is fake announcer guy saying, Here's Philip and Sherry. So that's uh, Sherry Smith and Philip Jackson, your hosts on
1: the Selling on eBay radio show. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Sherry is a full-time seller based over in uh, Colorado. And if you think she sounds familiar, uh, you may have seen her on the big stage at the uh, live eBay Open event in Las Vegas a couple of years back. And um, you, like me, have been wondering, I'm sure, will she be able to make another appearance perhaps in the future on the small screen? Well, we'll maybe find out a bit later on.
2: And Philip has never seen Star Wars, and he's never sent an emoji. I attribute that to his being from a small island off the coast of France. You may have heard of it. Or he's just too busy. He's been selling full-time on eBay and has sold over a million dollars worth.
1: Yes, indeed. And uh, yes, uh, we've been uh, absent for a while. That's because we've been on our respective uh, vacations. So uh, nice to be back, just getting into the swing of things, caught up with all that uh, shipping backlog and relisting and all the other stuff that goes on. So we're... uh Off and running again with the Selling on eBay radio show. If you want to take part, you can always get in touch. Uh, Text or voicemail works pretty well. That's 833-EBAY-723. That's 833-EBAY-723. And uh, I guess we should say very quickly what we've been up to, having been uh, offline for a while. So, Sherry, why don't you go first?
2: Oh, well, I went on vacation with my family. Is that what Hmm. we're talking about or just Uh, (laughs) work-wise? Oh,
1: yes, okay, let's do that, Yes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I did go on vacation. I went to Laguna Beach in California and um, brought my dog, just one of them, and had someone stay here with my other dog. And also one of my helpers did my shipping, but um, we had one fatality in that shipping. Oh,
0: I came dear. back and
2: had a week of some kind of an Sore throat, so I had to work by myself and got all my accounting done.
1: Excellent. Okay. Well, hopefully uh, you're feeling recovered and rested now. Yes. Uh, At my end, it was my first uh, trip to see the family in England, as you uh, alluded to earlier. That's where they are, and uh, first visit in a couple of years. So I've had to sort of retool all my sort of travel systems, all my accounts and mobile phone thingy bobs had all expired and it all got very uh, messy. So I, I thought maybe later on I would uh, share with you some of the approaches that uh, I take when I go traveling abroad to stay in touch. And it's a rather complicated arrangement, but that's just me perhaps. Also coming up in this week's edition of the show, uh, we'll talk a bit about eBay Open. We have the inside scoop on one of two things and what we could share we will. So that's coming up in a minute.
2: All right. And we take another look at the new listing tool. Is it better than the old one yet?
1: And uh, we'll play everyone's favorite parlor game, which is where in the world has Sherry lost another parcel?
2: (laughs) Got stuff that's small but heavy. New lower postage rates are coming, but not on eBay.
1: So that's the Selling on eBay radio show for this week. If you want to find out more about us, because we won't ramble on about our particular businesses, but you can find some more details at our website. That's sell, sell, sell dot online. So that's sell, sell, sell dot online to find out more about the Selling on eBay radio show. I mentioned that uh, I'm back into international travel now, having taken a hiatus of a couple of years. And uh, we we were talking offline about how do you stay in touch with your eBay business, particularly if you're going abroad? It's not always uh, that easy. And, you know, yes, in theory, Wi Fi is ubiquitous, but it typically isn't when you're somewhere that you need it. Uh, my uh, my approach is to try and have various layers of uh, approach to connectivity so that I always have at least some solution that should work. And the trick, I think, is to use a combination of Wi-Fi and uh, a cell phone. But that's not always easy, particularly given that a lot of the world uses GSM cell phones and not all the U.S. phones are the GSM type. So my advice would be if you're tooling up to go abroad and you want to stay in touch, a... An unlocked, so it's a phone that you can use on any network, an unlocked GSM phone is the tool that you really want. And the trick is to, if you want to save money at least, is to buy a, a SIM card uh, in the country that you're going to because it's much cheaper to buy coverage in the country than it is to buy roaming on your U.S. phone. So there's me in England. I paid less than $13. I walked into the mobile phone shop. I said, I want to pay as you go SIM card." So there's no account to set up. They haven't got to figure out how, how my address in the US is going to work. I just pay over the counter and get a card. And that gave me, in this case, unlimited text and uh, calls for 30 days and included 16 gigabytes of data for $13. And that's nice. a plenty of data that's going to set you up and would I'm sure it'll last me 30 days if I was there that long. So that's my recommendation. And it gives you a backup then uh, to using Wi-Fi, which isn't always available. Although if I book a place, I go to the TripAdvisor page for that uh, that hotel or whatever and do a search on Wi-Fi and see whether anybody else has been having problems. And if there's a problem, I'm inclined not to go there. I'll go somewhere else. Because it's a big deal, I think, you're know, losing contact. And I, I, Sherry, I find that, you know, I don't mind traveling and I don't mind shutting down or at least not shipping stuff out from the eBay business, but I am paranoid about staying in touch because I can then manage it. I I think I can manage expectations and deal with problems. And that's, that's half the battle.
2: Yeah. And that's what happened to me. Mm -hmm. I, first of all, I'm not going to change where we stay in Laguna Beach because I've been going there since I was six years old. It's a surf and sand uh, resort. However, um, the, even though I connect to their Wi Fi, their Wi Fi was not working at various times of night, like when the kids are in bed and I could actually get some work done and check on eBay. I had no Wi Fi and my phone had no reception in the room. So that's actually how I did have, I alluded to the package that didn't make it. Um, mm-hmm. It was a $225 antique clock and it um, did not survive, and if I had been able to monitor things at night, I would have sent a note to my shipper at my house, you know, um, mm-hmm. on how to pack that, because it was unusually breakable. Um, so, yeah, it's rough when you don't have connectivity.
1: I mean, I tend to carry a bits, a bits and bobs that I think may be helpful at in that kind of situation, if I was to find myself in that position. I take some Ziploc bags. I typically have an external battery pack that would power a tablet or a phone. And what I might do in that situation is see whether I could get some coverage outside the hotel room, sometimes on the balcony or yep. somewhere up, propped up a tree in the, away from the building, sometimes works better. So I would turn the hotspot on on the phone and that's one of the requirements when you're looking for a suitable network is that they allow you to do tethered or hotspot working because not all do. I would put it in the Ziploc bag with the big battery, plonk it up in the tree as high as you can get it or whatever whatever arrangement gives you signal. <laughs> and then I would hotspot back to the hotel room and sit there and, and do my email that Oh, way.
2: my gosh. Really? You're not joking, are you? No,
1: I've done this on the beach. Um, I have a little <laughs> battery awesome. pack and a Wi-Fi repeater because one of the resorts that we go to at the beach – doesn't have Wi-Fi coverage actually on the sand. It's kind of below the horizon as far as the hotel is concerned. Uh But I've discovered that if I put a little repeater up in the little umbrella-y roofy thatch roof thing that covers provides you with shade, I can stick that up at the top there, I can pick up the Wi-Fi from the hotel. So I pick it up there and I rebroadcast it to myself on the beach and I can sit there and I can do my messages, I can buy stuff, I can do all sorts of things. I can listen to podcasts.
2: That's awesome.
1: So I'm pretty hardcore when it comes to uh, travel electronics, but uh, yes, I'm not, not, often, not, often, not often defeated.
2: That's great. You know, I did get reception on the balcony, but I happened to be sharing my room with four children, uh. my nieces and nephews, <laughs> so I didn't want to wake them up, and also the waves crash right there yeah. at the hotel, So I, and I did get reception at the pool and at the beach, but then I... I was so busy with the kids that, you know, I I didn't monitor things. So well, just
1: a mansplain you something else that's uh, <laughs> getting more complicated here. Yeah. One of the things about these sort of repeater arrangements is that <clears throat> you can you can rebroadcast a signal, but then it allows you to have all the devices in your room lock. logged into the repeater. So sometimes these hotels, particularly as you go to Mexico and places like that, allow you one device on the sort of free account or whatever it is. And the kids with all their phones and gizmos and stuff burn through that very quickly. Um, Whereas if you have a little repeater thing, um, that allows everybody to share that one connection and no one's any the wiser in the hotel. Also, if you want to, allows you to VPN back to the US so you can Appear like you're in the U.S., which is sometimes helpful for accessing your bank account or things like PayPal or eBay payments that kind of go funny sometimes if they suddenly see you trying to do transactions for large amounts of money from a Mexico IP address. That that can uh, cause difficulties. So that's uh, another solution for that particular problem.
2: That's brilliant.
1: Okay, well that segment turned into a rather complicated <laughs> discussion. I've been a bit of short yeah, but I'm going to have, a have you explain brief.
2: it to me yes. right before my next trip.
1: Okay, very good. So it's the Selling on eBay Radio Show. It sounds like a tech talk session, but that's not what we're really about. It's about helping you uh, run your eBay business and hopefully uh, be a bit more profitable. Let's move on, Sherry, and get onto some eBay news here. And I guess the big item continuing on eBay news is uh, eBay Open, and it's September goodness nineteenth, is it? I, I've forgotten the date now.
2: I think it's the 19th to the 23rd, but that sounds uh, no, that, that sounds, sounds about like right. too many days. 21st to 23rd, perhaps. Yep, there I'll you go. double check right now. All right, very good.
1: So that's eBay open, <laughs> and uh, a couple of things that we are beginning to hear some details about, and um, uh, eBay is toying with the idea of trying to encourage and support sellers to host their own. Um, eBay viewing parties for the final afternoon which is the big CEO keynote session and uh, um, I I think we'll be finding out in the next few days uh, whether anyone's uh, bitten that particular uh, piece of bait Um, they are trying hard to set that up I think it'll be interesting I think there are some uh, meetup groups and stuff around the country where they have enough people in a particular location where that might well be attractive so uh, look out in the next few days for the beginnings of um, the uh, eBay uh, open viewing parties for the Friday afternoon so that's the 23rd in your area Uh, I was toying with the idea of doing it, but I'm just not sure that in the Orlando area, which is where I'm based, uh, whether we we, as a fledgling group with zero track record of any local meetings, whether this is a good first time outing. It sounds a little bit ambitious uh, for us, so we might pass on this one, but I'd like to think that if we do another uh, virtual event with eBay, we would be able to do it next time and sherry i understand that uh, sellers again this year uh, like last year are doing some presentations in the in the main event on the big screen or little screen or the whatever it is and uh, are you able now to talk about uh, your involvement
2: yes i can talk about the fact that i do get to give a seller led presentation so it'll be recorded as you've experienced where you're there live so you can answer questions on the chat and participate with the people so it are- looks like
1: it looks like you're sort of doing a presentation and typing all the responses with your toes it's actually uh, uh, actually a pre-recorded uh, presentation and you're typing with your fingers
2: that's right just, because just to- with, it, it might get a little messy with my toes um i'm really excited but there was a deadline for me to get Uh, They send you a slideshow because you're using their color schemes Uh and their um, way of presenting things and graphics and icons. And um, it's very high level. It's very well done what they have. Mm -hmm. So when I went to put in what I have into their slideshow, I just didn't think it was going to be that hard. And I found it excruciatingly difficult. I felt totally incompetent. Um, I know this sounds extreme just to put things into a slideshow, but I apparently, I don't do well doing good, just little bullet points and graphics to get across a point. I have like a paragraph. I have to turn that paragraph into a bullet point. Mm -hmm. And it took me, you know, two solid days. I was all the way up to the deadline. Um, it'll be interesting to see how, when they edit it, how it comes back.
1: And you're Um, allowed to tell us what the title is, right?
2: Yeah. Hopefully I'll get it right. Turning Your Side (laughs) Hustle into a Full-Time Income.
1: Sounds like a good match for you. And just to, to recap, you were invited to do this. You hadn't pitched this idea to them. They said, Sherry, we want you to come and present at eBay Open.
2: I was invited. I mean, sometimes I'm in a focus group or some kind of a a becoming seller, you know, activity or becoming eBay activity. So uh, I guess I might have been in some of those. I'm trying to think of which one with the person who's handling this. Mm
1: -hmm. But,
2: um, But yes, they did ask me. They invited me.
1: And uh, you know, luck. I'm insanely jealous.
2: <laughs> well,
1: thanks. I was uh, wishing
2: it was you and not me when I was trying to do this slideshow Because
1: I've been spent the year, I, I did this last year, and it's a lot of work. It doesn't look like you've put any time into it, but trust me, I think it was at least a, probably seven to 10 days of pretty full time mucking around trying to get this thing together and rehearsing it and all the stuff. And I thought, okay, let's have another go this this. I'm going to do a better job. Next year, I came up with some much more interesting ideas. Went into ideas of things that no one's ever dreamed of presenting at eBay <laughs> Open. Sent all those in, and of course, uh, you know, got the uh, inevitable uh, crickets at the end of the uh, the line. So.
2: Oh, but you're doing a little something, right?
1: Yes, and I. That's one of the things. I don't think I'm supposed to talk about, A, because I don't think I'm necessarily firm okay. as a booking on it and because they haven't announced it. But it's a very, very minor part in the sort of the preamble in the run-up to the, the event itself. But I, you know, they – and you'll know this, that they want to – tease this and drag it out and to build a hype about the the event so I think they're quite keen that they do they be in charge of any announcements but yes I have a very small speaking part probably about 30 seconds in something that's coming up that I don't really myself know much about but I will know I, I think um uh, at the beginning of September how it's all going to work
2: okay well we look forward to hearing that mystery revealed
1: yes so that's ebay open we've got seller parties that's underway we've got sherry's presentation and you'll keep us in touch with how the process goes yes the next step is they send you back what you're actually going to present not what you sent them
2: that's fine with me because i'm like why you know this is what if i had it my way i would have said this is what i want to say you make it look good but i had to do my best effort so it'll be interesting to see how they fix it up
1: I think it'll look spectacular. They they have some very, <laughs> very talented people that they will do. take a rough outline and produce a very slick-looking presentation. Whether it's the content that you had in mind or not is something you might have to fight for, but um, there we are. So I that's going to be interesting.
2: humbled, I'll tell you that much.
1: What is difficult, at least in my experience, and it's a slightly different technological arrangement this year, is that you're appearing... At a big event, you know, people are going to be coming out of a rah, 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 keynote session, whatever it is, and your face is the next thing on their screen. So you've got to try and sort of transition in your own mind the atmosphere that that person is arriving at that presentation with, and you've got to think well, there's, a, there's a thousand people sitting there that have just seen this presentation, I'm the next thing up on the screen. And you've got to try and sort of have it that it sort of fits together and you're part of that sort of sense of occasion. And on the other hand, you're sitting in an empty room talking just to a lens months before anyone actually sees it. And it's quite hard to get into that zone where it it just kind of seems like you're part of the bigger event.
2: I'm glad you're saying that because I'm going to remember that. And I'm just going to think about when I... I was on stage, like you said, um, because I really fed off the audience. Yes. Um, in a major way. That so has to be I'm going to think head. about that. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do that.
1: And maybe the trick is to have a buddy or someone that's uh, maybe sitting the other side of the camera that will give you some feedback and nod and smile and give you reaction back. If that helps you think of an audience while you deliver because it. it really is quite a sterile environment and av technicians don't tend to think it's their job to nurture talent you know they'll <laughs> say the red lights on them the camera's that way we're gonna go grab a cup of coffee and we'll come back when you're done get on with it you know and you have to somehow come up with this performance in a vacuum
2: yeah you know there was the first time i had something to do with ebay open that was a big deal was I can't remember what year it was, but um, it was before being on stage that time. So let's say a couple years before that. And I was invited to be on a recorded um, thing that they were going to show during the keynote Mm -hmm. section. And um, of course, that was an in-person eBay open. And um, at the time, my husband's MS was progressing and things had were at a really bad point and, you know, where you're dealing with life's really difficult things. And I was driving to um, Emeryville in California to be recorded for this. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I can't even smile. This is going to be a nightmare. You know, like I'm ready to like, throw in the towel. And I got there. Because you're talking about the the techs, you know, Mm -hmm. and the people who are experts at what they do, because eBay hires professionals Mm -hmm. um, to do the recording, the lighting, the makeup, they did my makeup while I'm like, ready to cry. And Mm -hmm. then the guy interviewing me was Australian, had this great accent. And um, like, someone I know, you know, who's a little bit different accent, but.
1: Johnny Farinas, Kind of
2: related. Um, Anyway, he was so kind that he got me smiling and forgetting anything. Yeah. And they played it during the thing. It was about international shipping. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So I was saying Tajikistan and, you know, (laughs) I was saying all the crazy places that I've shipped to. And um, when they played it, At the, um, you know, during at that main session, I'm like, wow, it came out really good. Sorry for that sidetrack.
1: Well, uh, this is good training because um, uh, unless they change it, I think you'll find that when they record your presentation, they'll briefly going in. We don't have time to do any retakes or edits or adjustments or redos or whatever. You know, that light goes on, you talk, and that's it whatever whatever flubs yeah. you make that goes to air so um it's a little uh, it's a little daunting and uh, that's why I think it took so much time is because I was bearing that in mind I thought well I've got to get this right first time so I had to repeat over and over and over the content so that I was almost just reciting it completely from memory at the end
2: that's good I'm gonna do that I'm gonna prepare oh, well. myself
1: so that's okay. a rather self, self-indulgent segment on uh, eBay Open. I think it's going to be a great event this year. I think last year it was kind of a little bit rushed and a lot of stuff was being put together at the last minute. I think they really have got this together this year. It's going to be a much tighter organization, not that it was a problem last time, and I think it'll be a, a very impressive event and um, definitely worth signing up for, even if you can only dip in for a half day or something. I think it would be be worth doing if you have time. Yeah. OK, other eBay news this week. Um, let's have a look here. Oh, if you have um, uh, items that maybe are small and heavy, then one way of, of mailing them out is to use the USPS cubic rate. So that is a rate that depends on the weight and the, dis- sorry, the size and the distance, um, but not the weight. And uh, I just got an email through from uh, the folks at Pirate Ship, which is one of the sort of third party uh, postage providers, saying they just reduced their cubic rates uh, down a little bit. And why am I saying this? It's because uh, eBay doesn't itself support cubic pricing. So this is a particularly uh, relevant choice, like I say, if your items are small and heavy. Uh, then cubic may well be a much more effective way of uh, sending them through USPS. And as a side note, I've also noticed that uh, compared to say FedEx, the USPS ground rates on Pirate Ship are very attractive, maybe a third off. Now you can get pretty good rates from UPS ground through eBay, so that's quite often the way to go. But sometimes you know you're not sending out stuff. Uh, through the eBay system, maybe it's a follow-up order, maybe it's through a, another store or something. I was pretty impressed with the uh, the UPS rates I was getting from Pirate Ship the other day.
2: That's great. And I noticed that uh, escrow is now required for $10,000 and up purchases of watches. Hmm. And I'm excited about that because um, it does get a little nerve-wracking when it's over $10,000 and that just makes it more secure um and i'd like them to expand that to everything that's over ten thousand dollars personally
1: my guess is that uh, there's a few more categories in the pipeline where that's intended and we'll we'll find out about those uh, in due course coming up uh, we'll talk about uh, our latest investigation of the new listing tool
0: okay so philip and sherry clearly aren't experts We need your help. Will you be a guest on the show? Is there something about selling on eBay that you can share? We'd like to have you join us. Contact us. www.sellsellsell.online. That's www.sellsellsell.online. Thank you for being part of the show. So the uh, new listing tool, Sherry, you messaged me during the
1: week saying you um, noticed some changes, and this is um, part of their ongoing effort to try and tweak this a little bit in response to uh, people's feedback. What did you notice in particular?
2: Well, as you know, I'm doing a lot of things on the go, and somebody said, your shipping is so much for this item, Mm. Um, and then they asked me to reduce the price because the shipping was so much. So... um, I get that a lot, but actually, now that I think of it this week, what got my attention was somebody in South Korea said, can you tell me how much to ship this to South Korea? So I thought the easiest way for me to do that is to click on revise the listing Mm. and then just go and find calculate your shipping because there's always been this link in the listing tool to calculate it and get an estimate. And that's gone. So that is not in the new listing tool.
1: So I was to do that. I think what it, and I, I don't tend to use it really, but I think it previously would give you some idea of what the shipping was going to cost when you list an item. And I think it was a useful safety net check to make sure that you hadn't dialed in something that was going to drive up the rate that you wouldn't necessarily know about. Is, is
2: I think that's still there.
1: I, I, think I it's do. Still, okay, I, yeah, I looked, because, I can not see it, but maybe...
2: Even today, uh, one of my listeners was listening and they said, oh, you know, it's between $12 and $200 for this. You know, that's UPS ground. But um, what what it had before was a link that said calculate shipping.
1: Right, Okay.
2: And you could click on it and then you could put in from this zip code to that zip code so you can get an idea. Well, Mm -hmm. to New York, what it'll be, to the West Coast, what it'll be or you could do um international so i was just going to use that as my quickest fastest way to answer him and um that's no longer there that that calculate your shipping link
1: Hmm. okay i wonder if that's a permanent thing or whether that's uh, just uh, been retired or taken off temporarily as they debug it or whatever uh also yeah. i i, I toyed with it because you you expressed some interest as to how it had changed i noticed that the the photo sort of thing has got a lot better it's kind of like the old one where you shuffle things around and they they jump into the respective positions and things which i'm not describing it very well but that's i thought was much better than the old one where the, the previous version of this thing where it was kind of hard to move the photos around can so, i add
2: something to that yeah mm-hmm. um I have, we make drafts, and then I have someone else doing the photos, and I have them use the browser on the phone to do the photos. Well, mm. now with the new listing tool, you can drag and drop and rearrange um, the listings, even using the Chrome browser on the phone. And in oh. the past, you could not do that. So I let's mark one on the good side for the listing okay. tool.
1: It's kind of like a slide sorter. It's, it's It works much better than whatever they had previously.
2: Yes, and it will work on the phone as well.
1: I also saw it offering me the background removal tool on my desktop instance of the tool. I haven't experimented with that, but uh, I think at one point that was only via the mobile devices, so that seems to be an improvement.
2: That was on um, a lot I, of people's wish list.
1: Mm-hmm, good. So that's a sign of improvement. I also complained before, and I tend to cut and paste html because i just edit my stuff in an html html editor rather than try and do it in a browser window and um it's a little easier to read the html now i don't think it's that great but it's it's better and i suspect it isn't going to change <laughs> so it's fair enough they did something about it
2: yeah that's the best you're going to get with each they a lot of people wanted that back yeah. um And then how do you feel about the item specifics? They've tweaked it a little bit because people complained you had to open the window, but now they're kind of keeping it. Have they done enough?
1: Uh, I think I prefer the old system. I mean, it's more cluttered, but I can see, oh, it shouldn't be that, it should be the other one. Yeah, Uh, because you can see the options and which one you've got selected. Right now it shows you the one you have selected, but it doesn't seem to show you the other options you could select. Yeah. so you have to you have to open it up and see okay yeah i've got the right one but you have to go through them all and 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 see what the options were and yeah that's that's right or no i should change it and so i think it's i think it's screen space management um but i think it's slower for that reason and maybe prone to more mistakes
2: i agree you have and when you want to change it you click on it and it loads and then just glitches out and goes away so you have to click on it again is what i'm experiencing
1: so I... I I mean, I think it's getting there. I mean, they are definitely making changes in response to people's feedback. Yeah. I get the impression, and I, and I think it's the objective of the project, that this thing is designed to work best, particularly about a tablet. Maybe a phone at a pinch. Tablet yep. is kind of the design because uh, it's kind of like vertical. It's like a, a portrait-type layout. And if you use it on a desktop, you've got a nice big monitor, horizontal format, and there's just stacks of white space to the left, stacks of white space to the right. <laughs> everything is crunched in the middle. And so you're editing your listing in this little window that's between a third and a half of the width of the screen, and everything else is wasted. And I can understand from eBay's point of view that their objective is to have one one tool, one code base, one set of training materials, one set of uh, customer service support materials, and everybody, whether they're an iPhone, uh, Android, Mac, PC, everybody uses the same system. You could see why that is their objective in this thing. But it's just its just like one size fits all in an effort to please everybody. And I have a nasty feeling they're going to please nobody in this process.
2: Yeah, except I'm grateful enough for the pictures working well on the phone mm-hmm. and the tablet, because that's what we use for the photos, that I'll put up with this other stuff.
1: So my workaround is I use a, a PC application. I like Wonderlister. I'm sure 6-bit is good as well. There's a learning curve, but it's only $5 a month for, I think, 500 listings. And that's probably going to keep most people happy. Whereas I think 6-bit is, what, $15 a month? Something like that. Even eBay's negotiated rate was something like that. And it has all the options in a nicely densely packed screen with lots of data everywhere and tabs and scroll down. I mean, it's got everything in front of you. But that's what you want. You can see everything. Um, So I like that. And then if I want to edit uh html i just grab it from the window in in the um in the tool in the ebay tool paste it into an an editor i like cmonkey because it's uh, basic and it's free i edit in that and then i paste it back into the ebay thing i don't try and edit in the little narrow window they give you it's just not not worth the time yeah but if you don't like it you can still go back to the old version at some point my guess is that's going to be a one way street but right now you can you can opt back because i said to you before i go try this can i get back out of this thing if i don't like it and you said yeah it does so you can can get back so uh, anyway that's our um thoughts on the uh, the new listing tool if you have any uh, experiences or like recommendations or maybe some uh, tips for us then and feel free to get in touch uh, you can do that uh, via our phone we take uh, phone calls as a voicemail or maybe a text message that works equally well the number's 833 ebay 723 that's uh Uh, 833-EBAY-723. And in just a moment, we're going to play uh, around everybody's favorite game, which is Where in the World Has Sherry Lost Another Package?
0: Do you have an eBay listing that isn't selling? Philip and Sherry want to help. They'll each make a couple of suggestions for things to change or try to get your sales moving. Just send us your item number and we'll get to work. www.sellsellsellonline. What do you have to lose? Experts are standing by. That's www.sellsellsell.online. So, the uh,
1: Selling on eBay radio show, it's all about making your eBay business hopefully fun and a little bit more profitable at the same time. Now, Sherry's frequently on here talking about strange places where she's sent stuff and uh, not heard of anything. Um, where Where have you lost your latest package?
2: In Israel and I shipped it, I created the label on July 5th. And as I told her when she said, where's my package, Tel Aviv showed that they received it on July 14th. The estimated delivery date was July 16th and they still hadn't received it. So it just went quiet. You know, the last thing it said was received at Tel Aviv. Um, and then apparently they received it on the twenty sixth, July twenty sixth. That's
1: pretty good. It's not too bad. Yeah. Because uh, I won't go through the whole thing again. But in the past, we talked about uh, some fun and games I had with a package going through that exact same airport that disappeared off the radar for very nearly three months. Wow. And um, yeah, that, that and, it, and I did get paid in the end. I had to refund the guy because obviously he's not going to wait forever. I mean, I dragged it out for as long as I possibly could, but ultimately gave him a refund. And I did say, hey, dude, if if it ever turns up, would you mind if I invoice you for it? And um, you pay me directly. And that's what happened. So I he got his item delayed, and I got my money, and everybody moves on to fight another day. So there we yeah. are. So I'm <laughs> pleased you didn't have to go through that whole, that whole charade.
2: Yeah, I got lucky there.
1: All right. Well, let's just take a look here at some stuff that's coming up uh, in the next few days that you might want to be paying attention to. Sherry, uh, how about eBay Open? Should we be applying for our tickets?
2: Yes. So eBay Open tickets are still available at ebayopen.com.
1: At the uh, princely sum of?
2: Zero. Uh, wait, it's free, but then for certain things, it's mm. $20 and then you get a, 25, a $20 gift card when you arrive.
1: How, is that's that the right? three. They're, they're three viewing parties. The, the eBay officially uh, run ones. Yes, they want you to uh, pony up twenty bucks for a ticket to go to those. I think it's really just to make sure oh. people turn up.
2: So everything uh, else is free. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, apart if the sellers themselves are organising their own party, well, that's up to them to figure out whether they want to put a, a charge on. I mean, a lot of places nowadays are going to want to take a fee to, to rent a room if you want. Fifty hundred 100 people. Um, so it might be the case that some people put a charge. But there is eBay swag. I think we can reveal that pretty clearly, um, going out in the truckloads to those folks that are organizing their own personal parties, so that's some incentive to go to those. But yes, $20 if you want to go to one of the three. So that's uh, Los Angeles, Houston, and New York, if memory serves. Um, but you get, when you walk through the door, a swag bag with uh, including a $20 eBay gift card. So you're, uh, you're, you're may good that. on that one. That's pretty good. Uh, also, uh, if you want to meet uh, a bunch of other sellers, and Sherry and I are both going to be at this one, it's the Boss Reseller Remix. Just Google that, and that takes place in October. And yeah, uh, that should be, I think, the, uh, the big seller event of the year by all accounts.
2: Yeah, a good excuse to have a trip to
1: Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Should be one big party. And so I'm looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, and then we've got the seller checking call on August 4th. You go to sellerevents.ebay.com.
1: So this is the quarterly event where they give sellers a chance to hear what's going on, be told about new features, new projects, that kind of thing.
2: Right, and you're doing a breakout room. What's yours?
1: Uh, I am no longer doing uh, Central Florida. I am now doing photography and lighting or something like that. So I've jumped ship into uh, into the specialist topic category rather than geographic basis. And you're doing one too, right?
2: Yeah, I'm doing a topic. I just can't remember what it is, honestly. I think it's
1: hiring people from memory. Oh, good.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. That, that makes sense. I wish we actually prepared
1: this show sometimes. So we I'm sorry. So much slicker.
2: This anyway, is actually it for this week's me
1: edition. prepared. This <laughs> is the Radio Show. We'll prepare for next week's show. See you then.
2: And thanks a lot. Have a great weekend.